I'm Mark Walsh, and coming up on today's show... The coolest feature, we have the world's very first motion-canceling passenger seats that we call the hover seats. Uh, This was technology that was originally developed by Bose Audio, based off the noise-canceling principles from their headphones. Welcome to What's Working in Washington on Federal News Network and streaming as a podcast. It's What's Working in Washington. I'm your host, Mark Walsh. Today, we talk with Chad Scarborough. Chad is the founder and CEO of The Jet. It's a high-end motor coach business that connects Washington, D.C., your nation's capital, and New York City. I say high-end motor coach because guess what? It's not a bus. And The Jet has a new technology for the seat that actually absorbs the bumps on Route 95. You'll want to hear about this. Here's our conversation. Chad, welcome to the show. Good to be here. There's a lot to unpack. Chad, what was the aha moment where you went, I am going to start a transportation company from our nation's capital to the Big Apple? You know, I'm from New York City originally and have lived in D.C. most of my professional life. Yeah. The last 15 plus years. So I've done this trip a thousand plus times. As have we. Always. Yeah. And always thought there, you know, there had to be a better way to do it. There's no there's no real luxurious or nice way to do the trip. There's also that, you know, they're all really expensive outside of the discount buses. You know, the trains and trains and shuttles are, can get extremely pricey. Extraordinarily expensive now. It, yeah. It, and so, I, you know, I was in the back of my head had this idea that there was a there was a better way to do it. If there was one moment, probably about 10 years ago, I was stuck on a really painful inner city bus ride between D.C. and New York with my girlfriend at the time. It was one of those trips where it just went horribly wrong. We right. were seated way in the back by the bathroom. The trip took six hours. The air conditioning wasn't working. We ran out of water halfway through. And Stop. I was just I this was story's just, bumming me out yeah. just hearing it. Okay. <laughs> and I was sitting there in the back row, just kind of stewing. And I just looked around and thought, you know what, this doesn't need to be this painful. Like there's plenty of room on board this bus. It's just the fact that we're packed in like sardines. Yeah. And there's no amenities. Like if I had a little more leg room, if someone could just bring me a drink, like not even a beer or, or a glass of wine, just like a, a water or a soda. And that's where the idea first kind of started. Uh, and so it just, you know, took it from there and ended up with this, you know, very high end first class motor coach concept. So um, you mentioned some of the current competitors, Vamoose, I guess, some others. Have they, in your opinion, have they been financially successful? Is this part of the, your research to say there's clearly a business here for non-Amtrak, non-personal driving, uh, and, and non, non-air air nautical or air travel? You Did you do the research to say there is a business here? We definitely did. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit of a nerd, so I researched it Good. quite a bit. Um of course, that all got blown up by the pandemic. So the numbers are completely different now than they were, yep. you know, three years ago. But if you look at the the broad trend lines, car ownership is going down, you know, dependence on mass transit and greener forms of transit is going up. And so, you know, everything, so everything long term certainly points towards, you know, a reliable, upscale, greener form of transit between major cities. And that's yeah. really what we're trying to be. I think that the model we're doing is is new-ish, you know, this this very high-end first-class experience. Um, but there have been other other business class coaches in other markets that have done really well. So there's a company called Von Lane down in Texas that started with three coaches in two cities in 2014, and they're at 35 coaches in, in six cities now. Wow. And doing really well. They're doing, you know, over 30, 30 million revenue a year. Um, there's a company called Red Coach in Florida. Um, there was a company called – there's a company called Napaway that is now running overnight service between – between DC and Nashville. So the models, you know, things got 
you know, the pause button hit with the pandemic, right? Like that, that, that hurt a lot of industries. So everything got slowed down somewhat. But I think clearly long term, the trend is towards this, you know, this is the way that the bus industry specifically is trending towards this upscale model and also just travel in general. Like people want nicer, cleaner, greener ways to travel. Well, let's we'll return to green. But just so you know, I feel your pain. I invested in a Broadway show in January of 2020. Uh, so we all everything got got put on hold, especially uh, entertainment and, and transportation. But you mentioned you actually bought the buses to start this all off right before the pandemic. <laughs> I remember the exact moment I was sitting at my desk and, and decided yeah. to do this, and I've, I've kicked myself over this several times over the last few years. But, yeah, it was December 2019, so we, we'll come back to the motion-canceling seating technology we have, which is yeah. easily our coolest feature, but we got that certified. Uh, we worked with the folks at Bose, Bose and the Bose distributor and got that certified in mid-December – mid-2019 and then yeah. got fully funded – and purchased four motor coaches in December 2019. So, Let's, so not the best timing. Not the best, but – at least you were part of everything. I mean, it wasn't like you chose some sector and got penalized. It was the world got penalized, right. as we all sadly, sadly know. So, Green, on your website, it it talks about uh, your your form being greener than others. What mm-hmm. what's the what's the calculations there? We're actually, so a lot of people don't realize this, and this is one of the things that shocked me when I first started looking into to motor coach travel, the motor coach industry. Inner city buses are the greenest form of transportation in the U.S. Greener than trains, um, obviously greener than planes and automobiles. But wow. um, we're obviously not quite as green as the discount buses because they're carrying more passengers than yeah. we are. Yeah. But we're still we're at like seventy miles per gallon per passenger, which is better than every form of transportation, better than trains, you know, planes, automobiles. Who knew? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And that'll get even as we go to electric. That'll get you know and and, and non fossil fuel types of vehicles. That'll get even better. Do you believe there's an electric bus in our future? There is an electric bus for sure. Several years down the road, probably. They, they, they're they working on it now. The range is an issue. There's also other options like fuel cells that will yeah. be really exciting and, and and very much more fuel efficient and environmentally friendly. I remember, I think they're still in business, with the Sprinter, which is a, a much smaller vehicle. Mm-hmm. Did you look at different size vehicles before you guys committed to a full size motor coach? I think you're talking about the Royal Traveler yeah, company. Yeah, yeah they went you. out of they went out of business pre pandemic. I hate um, when that happens. Yeah, okay, yeah, but I, I took them once. Neat concept. I I don't know. I, I think that you couldn't the Sprinter to me and not to it was a you know not to to harp on that idea or, or be critical of that idea, but that um, the Sprinter was still a little a little cramped. Yeah, and what we're able to do on a full size motor coach. So with with our you know we kind of the way we approached it was. All right, what's, you know, when we got these buses, they were empty inside. There was a driver's seat and plywood. And it's like, okay, let's reimagine this thing entirely, not as a discount service, but as a private jet-like environment. Okay. And so what you're able to do on a full-size coach, you know, the, the typical coach buses are 50-plus passengers. We're only 19. Wow. So a ton of space. Um, and what we're able to do is, you know, really th- the cool thing about the concept is we've created – Literally the nicest way to travel between major cities. It's not a nice. It's not the nicest bus. It is nicer than any form of transit you can take. That's the voice of Chad Scarborough. He joins us on what's working in Washington. Chad is the founder and CEO of the Jet, which is a new way to get to New York and from New York back to Washington D.C. Well, let's talk about why on your website and then uh, obviously in conversation, and I'll soon find out because I just booked my first round trip. Why it is so comfortable? The seat that you've developed seems to be the key element. And you mentioned Bose. So walk us through how you got to the seat. I will, if I can just give you an overview of the, of the experience itself. Yeah. Because um, the seats are just, they're, they're the coolest component, but just really one component of it. So we basically tried to eliminate every single pain point from the travel experience. So I've done this trip, as you have, as I said before, you know, a thousand plus times. 
So from booking through destination, we want it to be as seamless and as, as painless as possible. So boarding is far simpler with us. The coach is always there half an hour early. There's no waiting in line. There's no crowded stations. You have a reserved seat. So there's no point in getting there early and rushing on board to try and get the best seat. I booked my single seat on the right-hand side, the premium. So you're I paid gonna, $11 more, as I recall. Yeah, yep. yep. Uh, you're going to love it. Um, so, and then on board, once, you, once you're on board, it really is a true first-class environment. You know, there's a ton of space, uh, each seat. The seats are remarkably comfortable, uniquely comfortable, which I'll come back to in a sec. We have streaming fast Wi-Fi. We have the best Wi-Fi in travel. We actually found the guy who runs Wi-Fi for Facebook and Google on their shuttles and got the same thing, you know, the same system they have. Nice. So it's 19. Oh, like, you mean like the Google bus out in the West Coast, the, the, that, yeah, that the, guy? The shuttle buses. So they, yeah, Google yeah. and Facebook run these right. employee shuttles and yeah. they expect their employees to be working. So yes. the same system they have for 30 employees we have for 19 passengers. So everyone can stream. Um, we have an onboard attendant. So just like a first class, first class in an airline or private jet, you have drinks and snacks and free beer and wine brought to you in your seat. Uh, and then we have a nice upscale restroom in the back. So much nicer than you'll, um, much nicer than your experience in every. It's more like a like boutique hotel feeling restroom than anything. Wow. So Can really, wait. yeah, take every taking every pain point out of the out of experience. So it's just a you walk right on board. You're in comfort with streaming fast Wi-Fi all the way up to your destination. Um, the the comfort aspect, the coolest feature, we have the world's very first motion canceling passenger seats that we call the hover seats. Uh, this was technology that was originally developed by Bose Audio based off the noise-canceling principles from their headphones. But each of our seats has an active suspension uh, beneath it that reads what's happening below you. And if it feels a bump, it measures the bump and then moves your seat to counteract it. So we eliminate Crazy. 90% of the bumps in vibration. It is, it, it's remarkable and unique to any other travel experience. Now, you're biased, but tell me, it really does make the bumps on the New Jersey Turnpike seem like they don't exist? You don't feel them. Wow. Yeah. It, it, is, it is like the, clo- the way it's been described – is riding on a uh, in an airline on a perfectly smooth day. Wow. So, not to digress, but do you have any control over this intellectual property? Can you license what you're doing, or did, did does Bose every own everything? What where, where does that stand? So Bose owns. So Bose originally engineered this tech like ten years ago, and that's one of the reasons we felt comfortable investing in it because it wasn't new technology. We're yeah. just they'd been selling it to truck drivers. It was like the ultimate high end, most comfortable truck driving seat. So we were comfortable, you know, not investing in it for passengers. We're just the first user for passengers. So we have exclusivity on the tech for a couple more years and we'll continue to renegotiate that as we expand. But no, the patent is still with the patent is still with Bose. Wow. I wonder how the person at Bose said, okay, we figured out a way to stop sound waves from, you know, let's, let's do, let's do it for holes in a road. I'd love to love yeah, to meet that definitely person. Smarter, talk- definitely smarter than me. Well, smarter than all of us. We're talking yeah. with Chad Scarborough. He is the founder and CEO of the JET, a new transportation platform between the New York City arena and our nation's capital, Washington, D.C. It's What's Working in Washington. I'm your host, Mark Walsh. So tell me how you chose the locations of where people board and are dropped off. Uh, in New York, obviously, I and I, I know both. I spent a lot of time mm-hmm. in, in, in Manhattan. Uh, they're, I think they're both great, but what other ones did you look at and why did you choose the ones you did? Great question. So, you know, everyone just kind of assumed we'd go out of Union Station yeah. down here. And then in New York, they thought we'd be near Penn Station. Yeah. And I didn't like that for a couple reasons. First, you know, if you're my, in my mind, if you're going to Penn Station or Union Station, especially down here, you're going to get on a train. Yeah. Like you're not unless you're paying 20 bucks for a discount, one of those discount buses like you're getting on a train. I also like they're not upscale. Not that I have like I, I enjoy the train and I take it all the time still. But 
they, they didn't really fit. We were looking for one, a neighborhood that fit the aesthetic of the brand that was a little more upscale and had nice shop, coffee shops and, and restaurants and places to hang out. Um, had good metro access, so we're right near Metro Center here, and yep. we're right by Hudson Yards in New York City. And then also, from a traffic perspective, put us in an, a good point for ingress and egress. So the the crazy thing is, so we're right in downtown here in D.C. We're at Metro Center, right by the Warner Theater. Um, but it's faster because of you know, for people who know the roads here, six ninety five and three ninety five. It's actually faster getting into and out of the city there than it is trying to go you know out fifty from Union Station. Got it. So those were the three main factors, and we, you know, it took it was it was took six months on the DC end and a year on the New York end, going through like lobbying to get the spots we got. But interesting. Yeah. Well, here in DC, what did you have to do? Do you have to get a specific spot that you own or you've licensed from the city? What, what what's the paperwork? Someone, Joe, I, I I love the DC government. I just want to say that for the record. As do we all. Yeah. <laughs> yes. For the uh, record, as do we all. Someone, Someone told me going in, it's like the hardest part of this is going to be dealing with the local city governments to get your like the the bureaucracy. I'm and it was, to say with it was that. yeah. DC was better than New York. Let me just put it that okay. way. Okay. Okay. So define better. I mean, do, uh, like like I look. I don't want me, maybe we don't get in the weeds. Right. But do you have a specific spot, or they've given you an arena? We that, no, okay. we 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 um, got a spot specifically for us. It's on the corner of Thirteenth and F. Um, so great location. We have to. Yeah, there's a little expense there because we're paying for the parking, the, the paid for parking that would have been there, but yes. well worth it. Got it. It's Chad Scarborough is our guest today on What's Working in Washington. Chad is the founder and CEO of The Jet, a new transportation platform using high-end motor coaches between Washington, D.C. and New York. We're going to talk about why these two cities and where the future, where the future, what the future holds for The Jet after this break. out a huge thank you to our listeners who put us in touch with some of the best voices in Washington, D.C. and the region. We've been hearing from you through Twitter, LinkedIn, and other direct messaging. On What's Working in Washington, we talk to power players about innovation in the federal government and how businesses in the region are keeping us competitive. We talk to the brains in the nonprofit world, restaurant domain, and next-gen tech. We love meeting smart people. If you know someone we should be talking to on our show, let us know. Tracy Madigan, our producer, and I think that it's all about shining a spotlight on people who are really getting things done in the region. And thanks to all of those who stay in touch with us. What's Working in Washington. I'm your host, Mark Walsh. Again, we're really happy to have with us Chad Scarborough. Chad is the founder and CEO of The Jet. It's a new transportation platform using motor coaches and super-duper versions of motor coaches between New York and Washington, D.C., your nation's capital. Chad, once again, great to have you. 
Great to be here. So the seat, uh, it's a big deal. I mean, you're, you promote it on the website. And uh, by the way, what is the URL? How do people visit the website? Uh, it's www.thejet.coach. Got it. Not, not .com. We were trying to be cool. So I, I like it. I mean, they've, they've added those extra. So thejet.coach. What's the tech? I mean, what, walk us through sort of how this does that. It actually senses the bump. And how, how did you get engaged? How did you discover it? Yeah. Tell us that. It's super cool. It was originally developed by Bose Audio based off the same noise-canceling principles from their headphones. So the seats actually read uh, bumps or bounces and then, and then measure the bump and then move the seat exactly. To that quickly? It. Yeah. It's in nanoseconds. It's, it reads, it's reading what's underneath you 100 times a second. The way we – this is a fun story. The way we, we found this technology – so when I first started looking at doing this, uh, doing a, a potential you know, first-class high-end luxury bus line between D.C. and New York back in 2017 – the big hurdle, the big problem I encountered um, pretty quickly was the fact that the road quality is pretty crappy up here. And so trying to do, and also buses are just kind of a rougher ride than what we're used to naturally in a, in a car or even SUV. So the, pro, the, the obvious problem we had to solve at the beginning was, you know, how do we improve the, the ride quality? Because if you're, in, in my mind, if, you know, if you pay 20 bucks for a megabus ticket and you're getting bounced around, who cares? But yeah. if you're paying $100 plus dollars for a first-class experience, and you're trying to work on your laptop, and you're being bounced all over the place, it's just not going to work. So at first, we tried we tried to solve it changing different things on on the coach platform itself. So we tried different size tires, uh, different suspension settings, um, different tire pressures. Uh, nothing really made a difference. And I was actually, you know, about to, and we were we were actually riding empty coaches up and down 95 to test all this stuff. And that I was must about, have been fun. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd, I'd convinced the motor coach companies who were trying to sell me buses to let yeah. me take their coaches out and with a driver and, and just ride up and down 95 myself. But uh, anyway, so I was actually going to abandon. I was like, well, this is not workable. We can't figure out the ride quality thing. And just I was actually going to give it up and, and move on to something else. And um, just as kind of a last resort, I, was, I thought, you know, okay, maybe there's some way to, to – to cushion the seats themselves, to suspend the seats themselves. I knew very little about seat suspensions. I, you know, if you, I knew like basically if you're in a, in a rental car shuttle at the airport and you go over a speed bump and you see the driver bounce up and down. Yeah, on the spring. Yeah, yeah that's a very rudimentary spring-based suspension. That's about how much I knew about about suspensions, about about seat suspensions. So started just looking into this and uh, and found out that Bose Audio, the same you know speaker and headphone company have been building these crazy high-end truck driver seats since 2010 that cancel motion. So every other suspension seat is passive. You know, there's an airbag, there's a spring. The Bose actually has an electromagnetic system, like similar to their speakers, but the system reads uh, what's happening beneath it 100 times a second. If it feels a bump, it measures the bump and moves your seat to counteract it exactly. So you, you eliminate 90-plus percent of the bumps. It's really remarkable. So we took it out for I, I convinced the Bose folks to let me take one of their seats for a test spin. Uh, we put it uh, we put just one of the driver seats in the back of a bus and took it out for for a two hour spin and it was incredible. Choir sang. You were it, said this yeah, is it. Yeah, yeah. I had the I had the seat for like four hours. They allowed it me. Yeah. And we were in Philadelphia and I called my parents and my best buddy from business school. The 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 three people I knew who were more finicky than I was. Yeah. And I drove the coach to New York City. Had them come out and meet me on their lunch break. Um, and took them for a spin, and they were all like, "No, this is really this, cool. this is it." Okay. So we signed a deal with the Bose fo- the Bose distributor in 2018 um, to turn it into a passenger seat. The R and D process took about a year, and so we got sort of we had to kind of design the seat from scratch to go on that motion canceling base. Also had to get it certified for safety reasons. Um, uh, you go through pull testing and all that stuff for for DOT. 
Um, and that took about a year. And then, you know, so mid 2019, we got the seat certified and uh, got fully funded end of 2019. So not to get into the economics too much that you don't want to, but you said ultra high end for the truck drivers. Like mm -hmm. how much would it add to the price of the truck? Uh, the seat, the seats are $8,000 a piece. <laughs> Okay. So they're not cheap. I'm not going to add that to my Tesla, although <laughs> yeah. I, the way it, Elon Musk. All right. So um, it's an expensive experience. It's yep. an ex expensive item, but the experience, clearly you guys are convinced it makes a huge it difference. It is a game changer. You'll see when you take it, it's a game changer. Um, yeah. you, you, first of all, you don't feel it's, it's a little funky when you first sit in it. It's, it's remarkable technology and, and more comfortable than any other form. We've taken, basically we've taken a, we've taken a bus, which was the kind of roughest, crappiest way to travel and made it the single, this technology makes it the single most comfortable way to travel. You will, you will be spoiled by these seats. I look forward to my nap. But yeah, no, it's, they're great for sleeping. Well, I was going to say, does the driver have one or you just let the driver be the driver? We don't give it to the driver because we don't want them to fall asleep. So they have very, they nicely have, said. Yeah, they have very nice, yeah, they have very nice they're high end bench. suspension seats. <laughs> no, yeah, the, yes, a wooden, a wooden bench. No, they've got, they've got the regular, you know, air ride suspension seats that, that are standard. So, um, how have you backed this company? Have you raised private capital? Uh, what, what, what's your what's your economic structure? Uh, thankfully, I have another company that's been successful. So this is mostly investment um, from me with a little you know friends and family capital Great. along the way. What's the future? I mean, other cities. Where, where where do you go from here? Well, first of all, what does success mean? I think right now, as I was poking around, you have two trips per day each way. We do. Yep. When do you go to more, or will you? And what are the plans for other cities. So we'll go to, yeah, we'll go to three trips a day uh, later this year, um, probably August. Um, and then we'll, uh, you know, that should get us to profitability, which would be great. You know, year two for any company uh, hitting profitability is is a is a cool accomplishment, especially considering we were dealing with COVID and, right. you know, uh, the challenges there. So that's the goal is hopefully we'll be profitable to the end of, end of this year. And then we'll start to look to expand. Uh, I think we'll, I think we'll grow the footprint kind of here, um, DC, New York, Maybe look at some some summertime beach runs uh, on either end, um, but then we'll start to you know uh, beyond that start to look regionally and, and nationally. Would you naturally go to the cities in between New York and DC, i.e., Wilmington, Philly, mm -hmm. Newark, or that's not going to happen? Yeah, fa phase two would be if you want to uh, happy to get specific, but phase two would be um, growing the footprint in DC, New York. So we'd add you know Tyson's, Arlington, Bethesda down here. Oh, I see. Hoboken, Lower Manhattan uh, up there. Yeah. Um, maybe Brooklyn as well. Uh, and then so that's phase two. Phase three would be Baltimore, Philly. That's really our next like three to five years if we can get there. And obviously the price is expensive, but do you see a day when your the seat that you guys have pioneered will be in other vehicles? And if so, you won't, you won't necessarily participate in the economics of it, but will we see that someday in all of our cars? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you. I think you will. They're they're working on, it, especially as we get to autonomous vehicles. Like they're really working on ways to to make those as, as comfortable as possible for the passengers. Um, and I will say, just we're expensive for a motor coach. Yeah. But less expensive uh, compared to the train or the plane. Oh no, that's, absolutely. That's our I, whole. That's our whole pitch. Is like yeah. a nicer way to travel for less. I, I think uh, just to get granular, I think when I booked my round trip, it was ninety nine. Box, depending on thing on for each trip, each right. each uh, each of the two had a different price point, so ninety nine, and then I added as I said the premium seat over in the right hand side because it's two and one, which was an extra uh, eleven bucks. So you have somebody riding in the bus actually is going to give me a bag of chips and a Coca Cola. Yeah, it's just like being on a private jet, um, and everything's uh, and beer and wine are complimentary. Okay, so, so uh, except for the driver. Yeah. So, uh, and, and does that person not to ask, but does that person go up and back or like what's a typical day for them? 
Yeah, so each crew, it's a two-person crew, and they do a round trip. So, you know, nice. it's, it's four hours up. They get a couple hours off and then four hours back. Speaking of that, I've been on, um, I think we did Vamoose and then another brand, the, the, the lower end. And the driver stopped, and they changed drivers at, like, the rest stop. Has, was that just a timing thing? But you're, you're have, you have so few trips, I guess, that you're never – the driver is never over some Department of Transportation limit for a time at the wheel, correct? We have – we do that on a rare occasion when they're running into driver hour issues. But yeah. basically, it, it, DOT is very strict about this. Like, drivers can only drive 10 hours a day. So typically, there's plenty of – you know, we've got a couple hours after yeah. hours built in, so it's not a problem for us. But if there's traffic or a storm or something, we will occasionally have a substitute driver go meet you at a rest stop. And talking location, we talked about location here in Washington, D.C., and those listening here to What's Working in Washington will know that the Metro Center is, I mean, that's that's my stop. That where I, I, My offices are right near there, so I know the Metro Center area. But um, in, in Manhattan, what's it, what yards, what, what is it again, the uh, spot in, in Manhattan? It's Hudson Yards. Hudson it's, Yards, uh, that's Yeah, right. 33rd and 11th. And that's right near the tunnel, right? Yeah, it's like three blocks from the tunnel. From Lincoln so, Tunnel. Very So convenient. you can head south. Because I'm, I'm told there's some traffic in New York City. Is that correct? <laughs> on occasion. Yeah, on, yeah. on occasion. Um, what else? Where else did you look? I know you, we, we talked about Penn's, uh, Penn Station. Where else did you look in, in Manhattan, if anywhere? We, we first were looking at Bryant Park and almost got, and almost got a spot in Bryant Park. And I'm yeah. so glad in retrospect we didn't because trying to fight through – I was thinking of more centrally located. But trying to fight through traffic in a bus in Midtown would just be, would have been a nightmare. Yeah. So our backup was Hudson Yards, which is if you I don't know if you've been up there, this really cool new development on the west side of Manhattan. So it's it's great for us. It's very upscale. We're right in the middle of it, and there's a, a park and a, a subway stop right there. My my son lives in uh, Battery Park, just south, and so the whole west side. And for those listening who remember New York from the 70s and 80s, what used to be abandoned piers prostitutes of all gender, <laughs> and a wide variety of uh, illegal substances being sold. This is now new, the, the, the coolest part of, part of Manhattan, in my personal opinion. Yeah, it's really neat. It's, it's unbelievable. All right, so uh, have you gotten any competitive reaction from other motor coach companies, Amtrak itself, any legislative arena pushing back on what you're doing? No, not really. Um, you know, everyone, we... Uh, I think we're so small right now. We're so niche. People are kind of waiting to see how Let's well we do. Let's hope they start to give you. Yeah, that, right? yeah. People are kind of waiting to see how well how well we do. All right. Um, but I think, especially, the industry has been very supportive, uh, and then you know the competition hasn't hasn't been that big a deal yet. There's plenty of room. It's Chad Scarborough. He's the founder and CEO of the Jet. That's that's www.thejet.coach. A new platform and a new way to get to Washington D.C. and New York from each other city. So we ask each guest. At the end of the show, if you could rule the world, what's one thing you would change or do or add or subtract for what happens in our planet today? I'll say uh, first class affordable travel for everyone, world peace, and no Donald Trump as the Republican nominee. There you go. It's a triple hit. First class we're a, a combination. Uh, did I for cheat pe- there? Huh? Yeah, I cheated. A little I, I cheat. Think a little, three. little cheat. We're, we're, I think world peace is probably the hardest one to get, but the other two conceivably could be done. Chad Scarborough, it's great to have you in the show. Thank you so much for your great time. Great to be here. Thanks. The team behind What's Working in Washington is a great group. The executive producer and editor is Tracy Madigan. Online content, Anna DeGraff. And that theme music you enjoy, performed by the Sunbathers. You've been listening to What's Working in Washington on Federal News Network and streaming as a podcast.